This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Labour Minister Mildred Oliphant has, has warned farm owners to comply with the minimum wage legislation or risk being fined. The implementation of the 2016 minimum wage for the farming sector came into effect last month. Oliphant spokesperson Sitembele Choete says they have been made aware that some employers are not sticking to the legislated minimum wage of 2,000 rand per month. He says struggling farmers have cited affordability and the current drought as a reason for not complying. However, Chuete says they received drought relief funding to prevent job losses. Farm and forest workers that have been hit by drought, they do apply for drought relief. And in doing so, they do make a commitment that they are going to keep the workers that they have and pay them according to the minimum wages that are set in that sector. We view this in a very serious light because they have made that, that, those commitments. Constitutional law expert Professor Pierre de Foss says the legal profession can't be expected to act against the lawyers who advised President Jacob Zuma. In President Zuma's national apology last night, the president stated that he acted in good faith on bad legal advice in contesting whether the public protector's remedial actions on Nkandla were legally binding. This was after the Constitutional Court's ruling that the public protector's report on on Nkandla was legally binding, which followed an earlier High Court decision. Professor DeVos says the president's lawyers appear to be incompetent, but nothing worse. I think that there wouldn't be any legal uh, recourse from the legal profession against the lawyers, because although they clearly, if, if it was the lawyers who made this decision, clearly got the High Court decision wrong, they misinterpreted what the court said. And this was done not deliberately, but because they just they misunderstood the judgment. They are incompetent, but they are not unethical. The Nelson Mandela Foundation has offered condolences on the death of late former PAC President Clarence Makwetu. Makwetu died yesterday in his late 80s. The foundation notes that Makwetu and Nelson Mandela lived side by side for seven years on Robben Island. Although they were from rival political parties, they got along while in prison and outside. In his speech at the signing of the post-apartheid constitution on 10 December 1996, the then President, President Mandela mentioned Makwetu as one of the good men and women to be found in all political parties. The Western Cape Social Development Department plans to introduce a body that will ensure the rights of elderly people are upheld. Speaking in the Southern Cape, Provincial Minister Albert Fritz said they plan to investigate and address crimes of abuse against the elderly. Fritz has handed over 10,000 rand to assist senior citizens in the region. And lastly, Kenyans have commemorated the first anniversary of a terrorist attack that killed 148 people, mostly students, at a university in Garissa in the country's worst massacre for 18 years. Four gunmen from the Al-Shabaab militant group raided Garissa in University on April the 2nd last year and shot students dead in their residences. A human rights activist who was in Kenya during the attacks, Ali Aldoram, says it was the worst terrorist attack to hit Kenya since Al-Qaeda bombed the U.S. Embassy in Nairobi in 1998. We want to now commemorate one year on as we try to mourn lives, but it's like it happened yesterday. I can still see the images of the dead bodies. It keeps on playing in my mind. It was a really traumatizing experience as an individual. For Good Up FM News, I'm Madrik Shea Peterson.